Welcome back to the Not Just a Bikini Girl podcast. This is your host, Jasmine Jeffrey, and today I have the lovely Black Ice again. This is the third time, I think, right? That's the third time. It's like a yearly sort of like thing we do. Let me turn you up so I can hear you properly. Um, so yeah, Mandy is the most amazing bikini designer. She's done all my bikinis, actually. So, Joy, it's been pretty cool to see like how the designs have evolved over the years, especially. But basically, we're going to talk everything bikinis 101, so you can all pretty much know what you're doing. Um, and any questions have come, or any questions that have come through have gone through to Mandy, but I've got them now. So yeah, we'll literally roll straight into it. So welcome, babe, once again to the Thank podcast. You. How are you? And um, who, who are you, if no one knows who you are? Uh, yeah, describe Black Ice, basically, in a nutshell. Um, so I'm Manda and I am the owner of Black Ice Bikinis and we started ooh, about four years ago, over four years ago, about four and a half years ago um, and we've just been growing ever since so I'd like to think we're one of the leading uh, bodybuilding bikini companies in the UK and yeah that's kind of us in a nutshell so we do all uh, bodybuilding specific federations so rather than the beauty pageant federations so that you that's your two bros pca uk dfba bmbf ukup all those kind of ones um and we do everything from bikini to figure to physique athletes yeah amazing so maybe let's talk about last year because everyone always talks about trends and i tend to see them and obviously you will see them a lot Mm -hmm. um so what have you seen last year which you think potentially is going to come into this year um a little bit more yeah, so what I, I'll tell you how I can kind of pick out a trend or how I know a colour is going to become popular eventually. So, for instance, at the start of last year, green was the most popular colour. Uh, no, sorry, let me get that right. Purple was the most popular colour. And then what tends to happen is everyone starts to see a lot of purple and then think, right, what's the opposite of purple? And naturally on the colour wheel, the opposite of purple is green. So then what tends to happen is people start to go towards green. And I don't think they subconsciously know they're doing it. I think it's just obviously we've learned the colour wheel as a child. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of just think, oh, everyone's wore purple. What's the opposite of purple? And then they'll go green. So it kind of works like that. Um, so I noticed that a lot. And then what I tend to notice is whatever my pro athletes wear, I then get a bombard of that Colorado. So when Phoebe Hagen switched from red to green, um, like a turquoise green, my basically order for green fabric just went through the roof um, and turquoise went through the roof as well as when Rhea wore aqua blue on stage. Yeah, I got a lot of aqua blue orders coming through. So um, I think what happens is when the pros, and not just with my athletes, with any pros, that's where the trends tend to trickle down from. So whatever you see kind of on the top stages, like Olympia and like the pro stages, um, that's where kind of the inspiration comes from. And what about like crystal, um, like layouts, whether it's kind of like an ombre, like a mixture, like a, like a plain sort of like color, like does that change at all? Um, I tell you what, I did see a massive influx of level four bikinis being ordered um, versus the year before. I can't tell you how many level fours I did in comparison to the year prior. Normally my average is a, a level three yeah. um, or a level two to level three kind of. But whereas I got a lot of first timers wanting to go to a level four, which is not what I would typically advise um, as a first timer. But yeah, I saw like basically my, uh, my staff got a lot, of, uh, a lot of work in on the level four bikinis last season. 
So, uh, but with terms of the crystal layouts and the designs and stuff, um, I mean, the level four mani we do is always a popular one. It's literally just pick your favorite colors and bash them all together and put them on the bikini. There's no specific design, but um, ombres became quite popular. Uh, with the figure suits as well, a lot of the girls weren't tend to ordering too technical with the pattern and design. They were normally just kind of picking some sort of swirl and then ombreing it out across. So ombres were really big last season. Um, to be honest, I think with the Two Bros Federation, um, girls tend to like something a little bit more just kind of, not an ombre, just more like a generic kind of colouring, like the Marnie yeah. or a solid colour. Uh, something a bit more classic and simple rather than an ombre, which is a bit more of a fashion trend, I would say, uh, just because that's more of an American thing, which obviously Two Bros being more of an American federation, that's where you can see those patterns coming. Sounds good. And can we just, sorry, I've just completely forgot. You've been on prep since we've had last on this podcast and you won the PCH regionals. So congratulations. <laughs> Woo! Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, God, that was, feels like a lifetime ago. I'm not prep anymore. I tell you that. <laughs> so, how did you find? So, we'll go into the question. But how did you find doing, like, going in again, competing? Right, I have a confession to make. Okay, so I started prep January last year. I had a really, really great coach this time around. Um, so I had a, my friend Dave Finnegan coach me. And he's just local Manchester lad, uh, has a few clients. And I just know him from going out in Manchester and he used to work the doors. And then he ended up being at the same gym I train at. So I just asked him to prep me and help me, even though I'd done a few preps before and could have probably tackled it myself. But I just thought I'll get that extra help. Um, and it was so great because he kept my calories super high. And I was like, not cranky, like not irritable at all I think it was three days which was peak week where I was on no carbs and I was very irritable those three days but other than that like my cardio was three lots of 20 minutes a week plus a spin class I taught it was oh it was so easy but I am pescatarian so I don't eat meat so I found that I like shred very easily um, but I felt awful because girls were coming for fittings and I'd be asking them like oh how's prep going and they'd be like oh it's so awful like I'm on really low calories and I wouldn't want to say that I was fine. So I'd just be like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. so hard. <laughs> but it was, just, it was just nice. It was like, I said that I didn't want to do anything too extreme because I, would, I just knew I was going to do the Saxon Classic and I did it more as a kind of get back in touch with my clients and get back kind of seeing how my bikinis fit. And I was kind of doing it more for business purposes. Mm. Um, like the, it was hard. The training was hard and the dieting was hard, but I didn't find it as hard as the other preps in comparison, so which made it feel so much easier. Um, and then obviously seeing a lot of my clients who were on super low calories versus what I was on. But I know I can consume calories and burn them quite quickly. I'm in quite a good position with that. So, um, but yeah, it was, it was not too bad. But then, yeah, we just did the Saxon Classic and then that was it, like done. Haven't really seen the gym probably since June. Uh, my next question was going to be, do you miss it? But I think I know the answer. No, I, no, I, um, well, I moved... I moved um, just like on the last, like last two weeks of prep, I moved back to my hometown I grew up in. Um, so I had to change gyms and um, I obviously finished out my prep in a different gym, but I, it's not really a, a gym that I'm obsessed with and I love. So I, I found it, I found it quite difficult to actually stay in the gym and go back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, 
that's the least of my concerns anyway. So I'm not really planning on stepping on stage anytime soon. So no. I'm, quite, I'm quite content with how I look right now. <laughs> you did very, very well though, first place. Did you feel quite a lot of pressure going into it? Oh God, yeah. It was, it was more, I was felt more pressure on what bikini I was going to walk out in. Didn't you change I wanted, to, I wanted to wear a level three because level three is my favorite. So level three is a three quarter coverage of crystals because I chose rust orange and I absolutely loved the fabric that I chose. But I felt all this pressure amounting on me like, oh, what is the owner of Black Eyes Bikinis going to wear? Like, it has to be this, like, showstopper. And I just, like, like I remember I made, I, did my, I showed my, it on my followers as well. Like, I did my bikini on one cup, I decorated it, and I hated it. So I just cut off the cup and started again. And it was, oh, it was just, I had so much, honestly, it was, it was frustrating. Because, like, I can design anyone's bikini and fall in love with it. But when it comes to your own, this makes me realise how hard it is to choose your bikini for your show date. Because you just want to have everything in one go, but you can't. Yeah. And if you've got a few, few colours in your head, well, you have, to, you have to decide which one you're going to wear. And it's like, I can imagine some people can never feel fully satisfied with the colour they choose, which is why they always switch. Yeah. So I always just leave it with you. I'm like, this is life. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> When I get a client who's really indecisive and they come in for a fitting, I'm like, you're having this colour. Like, you look better in this colour. Let's go with this colour. Like, it's this, 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 this. And we, we can kind of, like, plan it out straight away. Whereas with me, it's a bit like... <sighs> because you know the thing is that you know how to change it if you don't like it. Whereas well, like, I, literally, I literally just took a pair of scissors and cut the left tit off and then just sewed a new boob on so, I love yeah. that I love that so that literally rolls nicely into the first one of the, like one of the popular questions that you got which was how do you choose colours like where do you start with it if you're a first timer even to be fair, even if you're not but like if you're a first timer in particular I guess where do you start with choosing colours do you go with trends do you do as you said like go the opposite like where what would you advise someone apart from being like this is the color that you need just go for it <laughs> when i first started doing the bikinis i would always not always but i always used to think that the color trends were important they're not they're really not like i don't think any judge now thinks oh i really want to see every single girl on stage in blue mm. that would be that would be ideal. i think what it is now is if you come out in a color that really suits you then you're winning because at the end of the day you're being judged on your overall presentation so if you're blonde hair and pale skin and you walk out in peach or like grapefruit you know something very pastel it's just not gonna look it's not gonna look great and then it's gonna it's not gonna be the best presentation you brought to the stage which i think is the hindrance there so i think the best thing you can do when choosing a color is choose a color you love to wear and i've said this from day one and i'll keep saying it when you choose a color think what would you wear on a night out if you went shopping and you were looking for a dress to wear on a night out or for an evening um what's the kind of if you couldn't really see the dress but you could see the color of the dress what's the color that you'd run over to in the shop and kind of move everything out of the way to have a proper look at it because I always would go, if there's something in a shop that's rust orange, I know that colour looks banging on me. So I will go and take a look to see if I actually like the garment. So it was a no-brainer for me to wear rust orange on stage. If I was to choose again, if I was to compete again, obviously I'm not going to go second time around rust orange, I don't think. So I'd probably go for something a bit like fuchsia or like a purple. Because again, that I know that colour looks good on me, like a burgundy as well. Because that's another colour that I'd kind of gravitate towards. 
So I think that's just the best way to do it. Like if you've never worn green and you don't like wearing green, but green seems to be really popular, don't wear green, just don't do it. There's no point, like stand out in the crowd. So I think the best way to do it is just choose a color that you like to wear. We can advise you based on your hair color and your skin tone, what colors suit you. But really, if your average age is a 21 to 25 year old competing, you should really know what kind of colors you like to wear and what suit you. So um, just go with your gut instincts. Yeah. And if it's black, it's black, I love a black bikini. And if it's white, don't worry, tan washes off. It's not the end of the world, so. But saying that, I remember seeing the most insane girl at Two Bros and her white bikini, by the time she got on stage, was like a really weird, like, dark, I don't know. I don't know how it, maybe it was quite a thin fabric. It definitely wasn't black eyes because it wasn't padded by any stretch. Um, but yeah, it just looked very odd. But I think white, I've seen white on like a WBFF stage and it looks insane, yeah. but does it depend on like the thickness of the material? Um, I think it also depends on what you're doing in your bikini prior to getting on stage. Like there's always good being prepared, but if you're wearing your bikini for hours on end before you step on stage and then you're pulling your knickers off to go to the toilet and then you're rubbing the urine a bicep against the cup, then yeah. So I think the best thing to do is if you are going to wear white, Maybe put your bikini on as last minute as possible, but give yourself obviously enough time and then get a robe on and keep that robe on. Practice your posing in your robe if you have to, just to protect your bikini or just be extra careful where you're rubbing your arms. Um, but I've had, I've done three or four white bikinis. Obviously it's not a very popular color to order because people are scared that they're going to get tan on it, but you'll get tan on any bikini. It's just obviously less noticeable on colors. But yeah, just... Like I said, just try, be smart, be protected. And then as soon as you're done competing, yeah, go and enjoy your food and whatever. The morning after, wash your bikini. I can't stress. Even if it doesn't look dirty, it is underwear. Wash wash your bikini. Just, it is so simple. We've even put a video on our Instagram page on how to wash a bikini. So I can't tell you, just wash your bikini as soon as you competed. And then it's fresh for the next show. Uh, rather than waiting three or four weeks and then seeing it right before you're about to use it again and going, oh, it's a bit man care. Yeah. It's already started setting in then and getting all grim and, and stiff. Tan makes your bikinis really stiff. Mm -hmm. So just wash them straight away, hang dry them. I'd be done with you. That was another question that you've mentioned like during like, when you were talking. When is it the right time to put your bikini on on show day? So I get a... I, I know I'm, what I'm going to say is probably what other people would think differently. I think it depends on you as a person. If you are OCD and need to know exactly what's happening and be ready on time, then you're probably going to say, get your bikini on as soon as, as possible. Personally, I think you should get your bikini on about... I'd, every show is different, so I can't really say like a, a couple categories before you're on because obviously it depends on how many people are going to be in each category as well. But ideally, an hour before you get on stage, I think is kind of like a decent time frame because that's when you've got to, I mean, everyone's caught, again, I'm not a prep coach, so this is just what I do. I have my dark chocolate and my wine and my jelly beans or whatever it is that I had. So like that gives me enough time to have all that and pump and then kind of like do a couple of videos backstage, check my posing, like make sure I'm happy, sort any problems out. Like if I feel like my shoes are slipping or my bikini needs taping or what have you like, just an hour gives me time to do everything I need to do. And then I'm chilled as well without stressing. Um, so if that's, if you feel like you need a little bit longer, then take a little bit longer. But I think an hour is kind of a good time for yeah. me anyway. 
I agree because it's a less chance as well that you're going to get like lines or marks because if you've got your bikini like set in one position then yeah. you move around it might like some I've seen some people they've they've had their bikini on like since the morning they've put like bikini by a bikini tape and then they've moved or gone toilet I'm like what are you doing like yeah. so with that as well so obviously you've just got a fresh tan on so then you'll want your tan to be completely dry but I'm telling you now there is no tan where once you've got your top on and you're pulling your neck straps tight and you're pulling your back strap tight, those straps will start rubbing your tan. So you want that on, you don't want that on too early because then what happens is you get white, whitish marks where your tans come off underneath the strap area. Now, if your tanning company touches that up before you go on stage, that's great. Um, but if you have to do that yourself, obviously you don't want to keep having to do that every five minutes in the day, um, starting out. With our knickers as well, we start, we've changed them and our followers will know this, that we've integrated this special tape into our bottoms and this is on figure and bikini girls now. So we just started on the figure girls while we, we did more testing on the bikini girls and we found that it works for all athletes so we decided to do it for all athletes, which is basically, it holds your knickers up without the use of glue or tape now. So we no longer feel the need that we need to provide or sell um, tape or glue because we think our bikinis now with this special stuff that we're using holds your bikini in place and this is great when you're tanned and you're a little bit sweaty or sticky from like being nervous and stage lights and everything because it just grips even better um i think a really good example of this is if you look at some of our figure girls like erin um thompson and ria gale the height of their knickers um really kind of shows off how this tape is working that we sew into our knickers um so with our bikinis, obviously, once you've got your knickers on and they're kind of in position, you're fine. Before I started doing that, obviously, like when it was my show, I had to tape my bikini. So obviously, if you've got a bikini that doesn't kind of have that special stuff in it, it does need taping. The last thing you want to do is tape too early because then if you sit down, I'm going to tell you now, the knickers will, will come away from the tape. So you'll want to kind of put your bikini on, but you'll want to tape or stick if you, if, that, if you need to do that maybe five minutes before you go on stage. Like that should be the last thing you do before you go on stage like or at least as close to stage time as possible i agree i agree because even doing like two rows tanning um a lot of times it was girls who have definitely been in their bikini for too long because it was around the neck area it was around the strap and yeah. i was like oh you had this on they're like oh like maybe like half an hour after we, i had the top coat i was like yeah and it's really and it's, be careful with the clue in the tape as well like i'm I, the reason why i've been trying to make the bikinis even better is because as much as the tape and the glues help they ruin your tan if you don't do it correctly and they're just like a short-term solution like it's it, yeah it's not it's not gorilla glue is it like it's literally just glue that's gonna hold things in place for like yeah you're lucky 10-15 minutes at most but if you over tape something so if you if you stretch over your bikini further than it's allowed to stretch, don't think for a second that glue and table holding position because if your bikini wants to move, it will move. So then you've got glue marks on your bum or your boob or wherever you've, you've glued. And then that tan is going to go all bobbly in a different color to your actual tan. It's just so visible, especially on photos. So just be careful with how much glue and tape you are applying if you need to apply it as well. Definitely. Sounds good. Okay, so when should people order their bikinis? I don't know what your last previous thing is, but it was usually eight to 10 weeks. Yeah. So it is, we've hired more staff so we can kind of keep that time frame. The same last thing I want is to start up in turnaround times due to demand. So we've, incre we've increased our staff now. 
So we have um, about five to eight decorators working per season and we have three seamstresses. Um, and then we have a pattern cutter as well. So pretty much the bikinis are getting handled really well through like a big team we're all working like together on stuff so we kept our turnaround time a six weeks standard so you don't have to pay any any rush fees if you want it done within six weeks so ideally um i always say you want to have your bikini for two weeks before you step on stage that allows you to practice in it god forbid anything happens you can contact us and you can send it back and like that kind of turnarounds three days like contact us send it us 24 hours later we receive it we drop what we're doing and we fix your bikini um, and then we send it back to you unless it needs drying. So we'll send it back that same day. If not, it needs drying, it'll go back the day after. So that kind of stuff is three days. So, and then you'll receive it again and you'll still have time to practice it. So that's how I usually advise it. Now, in busy periods, this is when we say 10 weeks. So for instance, April 4th and 5th weekend, 10 weeks out is ideal. Obviously, eight weeks is fine. If you order it at six weeks, we will be putting you on a rush order just because that is two shows back to back, which have got to be heavily full of athletes. Um, like two bros, pro qualifiers, they're big like quantities of athletes as well. So those are going to have, so it's just kind of be strategic. If you think it's going to be a really popular show, don't be leaving it a bit last minute because then we might, we're, we're never really fully booked because we'll always make it work. But obviously just, it's just better to be more prepared. So eight to 10 weeks. So if it's becoming to the British finals, 10 weeks is normally ideal. However, I do understand that people only qualify, say, September shows, and then October is the British, and then they'll turn around and be like, any chance I can get a new bikini? And we do work with athletes in those circumstances. However, if you're a very good athlete and you have every intention of going to the British, it might be better to just reserve your slot, place a deposit, and then if you don't qualify, you can hold your deposit for the year after. So it's always better to just be safe than to miss out. Or you could buy a stock bikini. That's another option. Yeah. But the main thing, don't stress yourself out. Any chance you can, girls, stop yeah. stressing yourself out. Do things in advance. Because I kid you not, the biggest thing that will kill your physique, kill your confidence, kill how much you enjoy your prep is when you're leaving things last minute hands down 100 percent. if you do things organized and ahead you will literally feel like the dog's bollocks and you'll just roll in and you'll feel so good because you're like i'm set and organized you'll go into the last few weeks not worrying about little things that you shouldn't be worrying about your cortisol is going high like people don't realize how important it is to get organized and to get ahead purely for those things how many times yeah. does stress ruin physiques well, that's it. We have an on hold option as well. So say like somebody came in, like we did a sale over November, December. I've had girls who have ordered their bikinis and they're not competing until September. Like we have an on hold option. So if you came in, say like you were going to be in Manchester one week and I wanted to book a fitting in, but you're not competing for another six months. That is fine. We have an on hold option. So what we'll do is we'll just take your design elements, take what bikini you want, reserve your space. And then we'll ask you for some measurements 10 weeks out. And then we'll ask you for new measurements four weeks out. And then you can receive your bikini two weeks out, just like everybody else. At least then, you know, your bikini is covered. That is one less thing to stress about. So it really is. I can't tell you enough. Like the last thing you want to be focusing on in prep is shit. I've not got my bikini. And then like, oh my God, what if it doesn't fit? And it's the what ifs that can kind of, yeah, really fuck up your prep. So smart, smart point, Jazz. Always, mate. Try my best. But yeah, just with everything, just try and get. I remember when I was four weeks out, 
already had the bikini from you um and I remember having like a little suitcase and I had all my little bits in it because I just thought I'm like I know what I'm like prep especially your brain can sometimes go out the window and I think some first timers won't won't probably understand that to a certain degree of how much your brain might kind of go a little bit flat is that the word fizzle out I don't know your brain won't work to its full capacity which means you might get stressed which means that you might get a bit more forgetful so it's like the the more head that you can kind of get things organized it will kind of like you'll save yourself like close to the show another thing to mention is obviously you saying about packing your suitcase like if like when we were at the British, we had so many girls coming over to our stand because they'd broken their bikini or their shoes. And it was probably down to nervousness and jiggling about too much. Like, wasn't our bikinis. Like, I think we had one of our bikinis where the girl had just been tugging her boobs into it a bit too much and, like, the connector had buckled in the middle. That's why we just replaced the connector, like, there and then. Mm-hmm. Somebody's knicker connector strapped on another company's bikini. And... I think just when you're nervous and it's it's all exciting, you're rushing a little bit and you can sometimes pull. At the end of the day, if you've got connectors, they are like jewellery, so you've just got to be extra careful. And like, I hate to say it, like, luckily we've never had any breakages on stage, touch wood, like we don't. But um, breakages can happen. So pack a sewing kit. There are five pounds or less at Tesco. Just pack a sewing kit because there's not always going to be a bikini company working at your venue where you can be in. And if you don't know anybody there, like it's, it's the last thing you want to happen. So, and it, sometimes it's not anyone's fault. Like Deborah, bless her. I have never had this happen. A hook snapped in half and it's like a solid metal hook and it just snapped. And it must've just been the one bad hook in a pack that we'd received from our suppliers. It just snapped. There was somebody there to fix it, luckily. But like I said, if you've just got a sewing kit in your, in your bag, with the colour thread of the bikini you're wearing and a couple of needles and a little pair of scissors, trust me, it will alleviate the stress at the time it happens. But literally, just take a sewing kit. And another option as well, and I something I've done, um, yeah, with most like my shows last time, is I just bought my backup bikini. Oh yeah, if you've got a, if you're a regular competitor and you've got backup bikinis, take your backup bikinis. But um, yeah, just have a have a backup plan, worst case scenario. That's always the best plan to have exactly sorry if, sorry guys if, like you can hear a dog in the background yeah, that's not that's not me fine that's jasmine's dog <laughs> this one's play with me you can just sit down please um okay so the next question is what the design slash making process so i guess how does it work like obviously the customer they're like i want this bikini it's quite simple on our side but obviously on your side you have to get that whole process sort of started kind of from start to finish I guess what is that process for people okay so let's take it from the minute we get the order to the minute the customer gets the order so the order comes through on our system that's then put into our database and we have everything from obviously when you select your bikini on our website we'll ask you to choose everything from your bikini style whether you're a figure or bikini athlete your cup and size, your knicker front, your knicker back style, your fabric, um, what connectors you want, top, middle and bottoms. I think then we go on to what type of crystal you want, depending on your budget. So you've got check glass, you've got Swarovski, you've got mixed. Um, we'll ask you if you want, this is a new thing as well. We're offering transparent back straps. 
Um, so this is really popular probably for more figure athletes. I don't think many bikini athletes would order this. Um, it's more of a figure athlete. Like, and um, we learned this from Rhea being at Olympia with her height, because she's quite small. She's only like, I think she's five, two, five, three. Um, the judges uh, advice to her was to switch her back straps into transparent um to give her length in a top in a the back spread so um yeah so this is a new thing that we're now offering to all athletes where they can choose whether they want a transparent back or fab fabric back um and then you select your crystals and blah 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 so we take all that data and then we put it into our system and then we have your order date your show date and then your ship date and then we decide whether when we're going to make your bikini so it will go to our seamstresses so say like if you are planning to receive your bikini two weeks out, it will go to our seamstresses five weeks out. At four weeks out, we ask you for your latest measurements and that is your final set of measurements. It comes back to us. I will then finalize and make any adjustments to the bikini based on the newest set of measurements. It then gets um, sent to the decorating team. The decorating team will decorate it how the client asks to be decorated it'll then come back to us for quality control and we'll check it all and make sure that there's no loose crystals and that we run this we run this test where we bash the knickers against the table and shake it and run our hands over it and make sure that no crystals pop off if they pop off in shop then we fix it there and then because obviously it shouldn't be popping off on us it shouldn't be popping off on the client either so we fix all that and then we leave that till the client is then happy and made final payments and then it goes to the client ships out in our black ice bikini boxes yeah That's so simple yeah it passes i mean if it was so if i wasn't the, so i don't decorate bikinis anymore it's only the decorating team now um because i'm more interested in fit and making sure that the bikinis fit mm -hmm. um so even if i wasn't the main seamstress who was working on the bikini it would still come through my hands for final adjustments so um it can go through four different people um the bikini so Megan will, for instance, cut out the pattern and then it'll go to the seamstress and then it'll come back to me and it'll go to the decorator and then it'll come back to me. And then once I'm happy and make sure that I can stick my name on it, then it'll then go to the client. So that's kind of how we do it um, at Black Ice. I'm sure every company is different, um, but that's just the way our system works. And it, it works really well for us because um, we give it just it just allows us it just allows it to work really, really smoothly and make sure that no one's freaking out and no one's stressing. And then if it's a rush order, I'll be doing it because yeah. it's just easier if I just get it done in a day. In a day, you can actually get it done in a day if you need to. Yeah, I That's can get everything mad. If it's a level four, it might need with drying time, it'd probably need two days. But a level three or down, I can get done in a day. You should like time yourself and be like, wait. I do, I can, I can sew a bikini in, in 50 minutes. So I can sew a full bikini in 50 minutes and then I have a really good system so I'll do like a cup and then the knicker back and then I'll do a cup and then I'll do the knicker front and in each stage everything else is drying so it's like really nice. <laughs> I love that. you got your shit all sorted. I love it. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very organised. Not in my life but when it comes to bikinis I'm super organised. Like my Excel sheet is like next level. Oh, Excel is life, right? When you're a business owner. Just... Well, if anyone remembers, I had a whiteboard and everyone used to shit themselves whenever they come to fit into being like, what happens if someone wipes it? And I'd be like, um... I don't know. <laughs> my sister's a maths teacher and her boyfriend's an accountant. So they were furious with me at how I used to run it off a whiteboard. So they made me this like, honestly, it's like something out of like 
I, I don't even know. It's just, it's just unbelievable. It's like, yeah, it's like CIA level, like Excel sheet. It's just like, it's, it took me like weeks to figure out how to use it. But now I'm like, I'm obsessed with it. It's just, it ru- runs my entire life now. And if it's on Google Sheets, obviously you can access it whenever and wherever. Oh yeah, I can access it on my, so if somebody messaged me and says, do you know where my bikini's shipping? I can literally just pull it up on my iPhone. Good. Right. Very good. So when people, so we've got the next bit is what to expect in a first fitting. So I guess what do they need to bring? That's like the big thing. What okay, they need to bring nothing. They just need to wear a small thong. Like it's just, it's just so much easier if you wear the smallest. Wear underwear. Like you have to wear underwear, but wear the smallest little thong you can. Or nude. Nude is great. Um, it just because obviously you'll try the bra on and you'll try the nipples on, and it just makes it so much easier. So you don't need to bring anything with you. Obviously, if you're placing an order with us, you'll need to pay, place your deposit with us but there's so many methods to place. So like you can do bank transfer, card, PayPal, there's a cash machine over the road. So like really you don't need to bring anything with you, but how the fittings work is, um, so you come in and we've got a private fitting room at the back. So you can, you can walk around the front of the shop and have a look at bikinis um, and see the fabrics and everything, but we'll take you through to the private fitting room and friends and family can come with as well um, and children, that's completely fine. So you'll come to the back and how it does is we get all your personal information. So we'll get like the show information, all that kind of stuff. We'll just kind of dead relax. And then what we do is we first get you fitted in the bikini that you're going to wear on stage. So we have all the bras available, all the different style knickers available. So you just try everything on. Uh, we get you fitted in the correct bra size and shape. And then we get you fitted in the knickers that you want to wear for your federation. And then once you're fitted, then we keep you in that bikini. So we'll keep you kind of flesh out in the bikini so then we can see the colours against your skin. So then what we'll do is you will tell us what colour fabrics you like and we'll pull all the fabrics in and we'll kind of pull a few of our own that we advise just in case like there's a colour that you've not thought of but we think that might actually look really good on you just to kind of give you some options. And then we'll go through the fabrics until we find a fabric that you really like the look of. So then we'll take all the fabrics out of the room and just keep the one that you like. And then we'll go and pick all your trims. So we'll go to the station where all the trims are. So we'll go for your connectors, um, whether you want them or not. And then we'll decide which crystal type you want to choose, whether you want to go through for check or Swarovski or mix. And then we'll kind of create the design based on what level you want to do. We'll get everything kind of finalized design-wise, price-wise, timing, everything, whether you're going to collect it in person or deliver it. Once all that's started, your bikini is officially done. Uh, so if you're with somebody, I'll leave them in the fitting room to take pictures against the wings and stuff. Um, so they have like, they do all the mirror selfies and the wings and stuff and have a little bit of fun in there. And then they come out to the front and then we just kind of get everything put onto the system, make sure everything is happy and that we're both on the same page. And that is it. And we get everything done in under an hour. Under an hour? That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So we have spe- specific fit days and we're completely fully booked on most of the dates that have been released now. So you'll probably, as you're leaving your appointment, you'll start to see the next girl coming. So you'll start to kind of get to see each other and see some people as you're coming for fittings as well. So we used to have a half an hour between each client, but we got too busy. So with the help of my Saturday girl, Megan, she helps me with my strike downs and kind of moving, keeping the clients sweet whilst we're waiting for the new ones to the old, like the previous clients to leave and stuff. So yeah, we give you coffee and tea while you're waiting. So refreshments all around. Say that again. Your sweetener though. Oh yeah. I've got black coffee. I've got green tea. I've got a sweetener. I've got all the diet tricks. 
yeah. I haven't got all the milk though, but I, my fridge ain't big enough for that stuff. So. <laughs> so you mentioned about the Christmas section, you've got like, is it, oh, for what you said, Swarovski and... Got Czech, so there's Czech glass mm-hmm. and the Swarovski. So Czech glass yeah. is, um, it's a glass-based crystal and Swarovski is obviously your, your top dollar crystal. Um, personally, my preference is Czech glass. Um, I just, yeah, I'm just, there is a difference. There's no, there's no lie. There is a difference. Um, however, I, you're not being judged on the sparkly bikini on stage. You're being judged on your physique and the sparkly bikini helps, but check glass sparkles on stage. And when you stood next to somebody in a fully Swarovski bikini, it's not that noticeable from where you sat in the auditorium like you know what I mean yeah. and I, the way I describe it is when people say what's the difference the way I describe it and people can say I'm lying or whatever but I think it's like having your phone brightness on 85% versus 100% <laughs> you can still see your phone but that's the difference however there is a ginormous price difference and I, I personally what if I was a consumer I wouldn't I would just go for check yeah. The only reason I would go Swarovski, which is the reason what I did, was because I couldn't get the colour I wanted in Czech glass crystals. There is 50, 55 colour options in Czech glass that I, I think, maybe a bit less, maybe about 45 to 50, I, don't, I can't remember. There's, let's say, 50 colours in Czech glass that I offer. There is 19 Swarovski. So obviously there's a lot more shades. So if yeah. you want a specific shade and you can't get it in Czech, then go for Swarovski, but even then, I'd still advise going for a mix. What's the most popular? Check, hands down. Yeah. I get ten percent of clients harder in Swarovski. I get more clients harder in mix than I do harder in Swarovski. But I understand if people have money and they want branded, I completely understand that. Like, and if you want the best and want to wear the best, like that is completely fine. But if you are a first timer and you don't know if bodybuilding is the sport for you, and you are doing the first show to give it a go I think you are silly to go for Swarovski yeah because if you pick a design that isn't a popular design or you are a size that isn't a generic size and you spend hundreds and hundreds and hundreds on a bikini for you to not enjoy bodybuilding that bikini is just going to sit in a box because you'll find it very hard to sell and Swarovski sellbacks don't get as much you don't get as much back as you would as a check glass. Like you probably know this better than I do because I don't sell secondhand bikinis and I don't do rentals. Yeah. However, you do a marketplace for secondhand bikinis, don't you? Yeah. On Compact. And I can tell you now, if and it's anyone shopping on Depop as well, if you have a budget in mind, you will scroll past any bikini secondhand that is above this budget. And I can tell you now, any girl shopping for a secondhand bikini probably doesn't want to spend more than 150 to 200 pounds do that. Very much. So, on a Swarovski bikini, if you get a level four Swarovski bikini and spend five hundred and seventy-five pound on it, and you're going to try and get three hundred pound back for it, you will not sell it. No, no girl will want to buy it. They'll want to spend one hundred to two hundred bikini on a second-hand bikini. So there is no point if you don't think you're going to do this for the long haul. If you're a long haul and you are doing pro shows and you want the Swarovski bikini, then fair play to you, and you've got the money to spend and spend it. But I think as a first timer. Check glass, one hundred percent. 
as well, if you are trying to sell your bikini after, your buyback rate is much more successful. Yeah, definitely. And even if girls, because they have like to submit a form and stuff, and even if someone, if they do over 250, I honestly just turn around to them and just say, you're most likely not going to sell this. Yeah. If it's at 250. Yeah, it, you should really expect to get less than 50% back for your bikini. But I don't advise buying secondhand bikinis. I never will, just because obviously you want your bikini to made to fit you. And when everyone says like, oh, I'm a size six to eight, what's a size six in a bodybuilding bikini? I have no idea. Like when girls message me saying I'm a size six, I'm like, what do you want me to do with that information? Like I need your, I need your measurements. Like I can't, I can't do anything with a size six. Like, cause are you a size six US? Are you a size six UK? Like are you a size six in Topshop or a size six in H&M? Cause yeah. they fit differently. You know what I mean? Like same when people say, oh, I'm a size 30C or I'm a C cup. And I'm like, well, what back size are you? Cause I, that, I, I'm a C cup. Yeah. And so somebody who's a 36, you know what I mean? Well, so it's like that. So don't use high street size into size your bikini. It's like you need a bikini that fits for you, which is why I always say don't buy secondhand. However, I know people are on a budget. I know there's students out there and I know people like, know there's a girl who's a very similar size to me. She's selling a bikini. So screw it. I'm going to save myself a lot of money. So if you are like, my advice is buy a level three or a two, sell it on for less than 50% and then buy another new level three or two. And you're basically getting a level three for bikini, 150 pound cheaper every time you sell your bikini on. Yeah. So if you're smart and you did it that way, you would yeah. be saving every time. But obviously, don't expect that you're going to get most of your money back because it's been worn once. Everybody's bikini's been worn once. So it's not, it ain't going to change, is it? So yeah. just be kind of smart what you're expecting back from your bikini. And as well, there is the option to get a plain one and do it yourself. Like, yes, yeah. it's timely, but that option is there. I did it myself. Um, which was really, really good because I was just trying to get married and do too many things in one year. Um, so yeah, that is, I personally, because I'm how tall I am, I would personally know, even though I know the secondhand marketplace as well, because I know girls really do like love it and they get a lot out of it. I personally wouldn't ever do it because I'm so tall. I pretty much know there's going to be no one that's going to be my measurement by any stretch of the imagination um so that's yeah. like even though I do it and I know it works well I personally wouldn't do it myself yeah it's just hard because you can't try before you buy and no. it's so difficult and yeah and then obviously if it doesn't fit you then stuck with a bikini that then you're trying to sell on so it's just really risky so I wouldn't do it but like you said we do crystal free bikinis where you can decorate them yourself and I, I think they're great. Like, I think if you're a student, that's definitely the route you should go in. There are YouTube tutorials on how to decorate the bikini. Trust me. How do you think I start the business? So don't, <laughs> like, don't think for a second there isn't a how-to guide on how to do it. So, and I've learned, I've obviously learned along the way, like, how to make it even better. But I'm telling you now, if you are a student and you are trying to save money, crystal free bikini, get on YouTube and order in advance so you've got time to decorate it. I can yeah. get bikini in 10 hours, f fully covered. But that's because I've got staff doing it, you know what I mean? So, yeah. however, if you've got a job and school and whatever else you've got going on training, you're not going to be able to, you're probably going to be able to do an hour at most the night. So, and trust me, it takes a long time to decorate a bikini if you're going full whack on it. So just order, you'll need more than two weeks prior to your show date. So make sure you're ordering that. I've just checked out two crystal free bikinis this week and the girls aren't even competing for another six months. Yeah. And so. if you do that, pick a simple design. Don't go too cray-cray because you'll just get really overwhelmed and you'll just stress. Yeah. 
it takes a long time to figure out how to do an ombre. Like that's those years of experience. And that's me teaching my decorators. Like that's me physically having to explain to them how to do it when they first started working for me. It's like, it's not as easy as it looks. And it's like a lot of shitty bikinis, like a lot of shitty practices where we've not been able to sell them because we've not done it right. Or we've had to pick off a lot of crystals to, re- to make it look even better. So if you're, if it is the first time decorating a bikini, just go for something simple. One color crystal, two color crystals, randomly placed, evenly placed, whatever. Just make it nice and easy for you. Yeah. And it's just, it'll just look better. Yeah. A hundred percent. Right. Mm-hmm. Next question. What to take slash expect first show? So I think let's do what to take first show. I, would, I don't think we need to go through everything because there's so many resources out there. Um, but what if you like say you were going abroad yeah and you had like the tiniest Ryanair bag and you couldn't take that many things what would be like your core things that you would take your bikini yep um, the box or a travel case to try to take it in mm-hmm. you should, uh, let's let's just skip through what what you're wearing on the day take what you're wearing on the day yep. a robe or some baggy clothes for after your tanning I would be taking, I mean, a lot of the stuff that you sell on the compact website is probably like kind of good. Like obviously like your backup. So your backup tan, your sewing kit, your backup. Like most shows do provide resistant bands. I don't know if that's true, but I thought it was. They have like a, they have some resistance band. Like, oh, there's going to be a girl there. I don't know. If there's like a guy who's not in your category. So say, I mean, take your own resistant bands, but I was like, I forgot mine. I didn't know. I didn't ever have any. And then I asked my coach and he forgot uh, but PCA had loads, but I think PCA provide, don't I've, quote me on this, yeah. but there was loads at my show, there was loads at my show. Like, so, tip I've done PCA, I've done two bros, and I've done Mammy Pro. PCA had a couple, but I personally think, like, and I, oh, I, I hate to say this, but I have seen backstage some really awkward scenarios that a girl hasn't brought their band, randomly picks up a band, the girl comes back going, what you do with my bands or guiders says they're mine and you don't want to be getting in those sticky situations. So I would personally say take your band. band. I mean I didn't I borrowed the PCA ones, but I was doing push-ups on a table. Like I just didn't pump with bands. I just worst case scenario I just like pushed up. But yeah if you if you can take your bands then take your bands. Um really it's just like if you've got a coach then obviously take what your coach tells you to take. Um but in terms of like I'll just talk specifically kind of like for what I think you should take. Like obviously everything you wear on the day, things to protect your tan and your, and your bikini, um, all your jelly babies or whatever stuff you're supposed to be eating and stuff. Um, your backup hair and makeup. If you're not, like, if you've paid for hair and makeup, but then just take some stuff in case your hair frizzes or whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, it's, I mean, to me, it seems pretty self-explanatory what you should be taking, but I guess as a first time, like, it is difficult, but don't you have loads of blogs on your compact page on what to say? Yeah, so if, I mean, I just know specifically from a bikini standpoint, but if you are a first time and you don't know what to take, Jasmine's website is, like, full of blogs, um, she's, like, the queen of blogs, and she has loads of content on there, um, I can't stand blogs, can't do them, I've tried, can't stand them, but Jasmine has <laughs> tons of blogs on her website that is like competition schedules and competition calendars and if you see anyone reposting competition calendars it's because they came from combat i know jasmine is the original so just saying and then obviously she's got blogs on how to what to pack 
house clothes. I don't even know. There's those on there. It's like too much to read. But yeah, so just go on Compaq and just spend about a day and a half on there and you'll be fine. <laughs> you crack me up. I love that. I love that. Do <laughs> um, you know what? The one, I, if I have to say something, the one product that I doesn't get that many sales, but I'm really surprised it doesn't. And I see girls who don't have this item. And then when I turn up to a show and I have it, they're like, oh my God, I wish I got this, is a fan. Because if you get freaking hot backstage, the, the windows, there's not many windows usually. And if you're getting hot and sweaty, you don't really want to be using like a towel to pat because obviously your hand's going to smudge. So get a fan because it will cool you the F down. Yeah. Hand mirror. Hand mirror is good. I yeah. like a little bathroom mirror. I took one of those. Sometimes there is mirrors, but obviously it's good to have a mirror. Me and, um, me and Chloe Townsend, the owner of uh, the Bikini Baker, when we were at my show, we were doing a bet to see how many people we'd hear saying, can I have a rice cake? Can I have a rice cake? Pack your rice cakes. Everyone should pack their own rice cakes. <laughs> we had a competition to see how many people we could hear say, can I have a rice cake? Could I just, can I just have a rice cake? <laughs> oh, I love it. The thing is, it's good banter backstage though, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's, it's fun. Like, uh, I think it was Phoebe who said this, which I thought was so relevant and true that if, um, do not take the competing side of bodybuilding seriously like it should just be yeah you're there to do a job and you're there to win and it, what did she say it was like it's great being the best but it's don't make it lonely like it's good to share with people and the amount of like you can have photos and you can hang out and like sh like talk to each other and follow each other on social media and all that sort of stuff like and like support one another and it just makes because if you're alone at a competition and your family can't make that one or your coach isn't available and you have to sit alone because you've made no friends it's pretty boring because they are long ass days so just yeah. don't yeah. take it so seriously try and meet as many people as you can because you'll never know when an opportunity arises like me and you have known each other for freaking years now yeah. and the amount of stuff we've done together because we've just supported each other's business so it's very very like important to just not be so arsy at the shows oh yeah just, yeah just somebody might be having a really shit day like something could have happened um and like maybe like their partner got called into it so they can't come to the show so that'll really knock their fucking confidence on the day and like really stress them out so just like try be there for one another at shows because it is a really fun atmosphere if you make it fun but if you try to be a dick then you will be the dick who has no friends at shows and will be boring and bored after your mind so just yeah, I've met what like pretty much my closest friends through the backstage banner. It's been so much fun. Yeah. They're, they're the memories that you actually like. This I personally find the stage. If it's your first time, you most likely won't remember a lot of it because it will be a blur because you're so nervous. What you will remember is all the fun you have backstage with everyone else. And don't cry. Don't cry if it's your first show because you didn't do well. It's your first show. Like I just can't. I got 12th at my first show and I was buzzing my tits off because it was 25 of us. Yeah. And like the girl who got 11th was crying. And I just think, mate, we made the top 15. Like, and that was yeah. back in the day when they would walk you on stage and they would only judge 15. So they kicked 10 girls off within the first 15 seconds. So I didn't get kicked off in the first 15 seconds. So I was just buzzing about that. So like, it's just one of those things like it's your first show. You don't know what to expect. You don't know what the judges are looking for. So even if people in the gym are telling you, oh my God, you're gonna win. Like you look mm -hmm. amazing. It's cause they don't know what bodybuilders look like. So just, just go in there and have fun and then start getting a bit like, right, I want to win. 
not everyone can win the first show. There's only one per category who can win. So just don't cry. Don't get upset. The world still turns. I still so. haven't even won a show. Well, it's, just, it's, it's like, honestly, it's like I won when I was a figure girl because there was two people on stage. So it was a 50-50 chance that he was going to win and I, and I won. And then again, on my second, my second show as a figure girl, there was three of us on stage. So yeah, I am a body fit champion at two shows, but no one needs to know how many girls are on stage. <laughs> As I was saying, it's, it's just, it's a title. It means, it doesn't mean anything. Like, you know what I mean? So just, just relax. It's fine. Yeah. Like, to be honest, if I'm being really honest here, there's been times when I've seen someone that hasn't placed, really humble. As soon as they win, then they don't become very humble in the next show, like later wow. on. And I just think the more you get into the sport, you the more you have to understand, like, you don't know who's turning up. You don't know if you're going to be bringing your best on that day. Just roll with it and don't like always remember whatever placing you've got, someone's got worse than you or worse. You know, someone's got, someone's like yeah. lower down the rankings. And that's the way I always think of it. It's like, I got forced first call outs and I was buzzing, but I know some girls who got first call outs in my same shows pissed, but there was girls who got second call outs looking miserable and really upset. So I think you've always got to be really aware of that. Um, is always stay humble regardless of the pacing that you get because you don't want to kind of kick yourself in the foot, get knocked down, and then everyone's looking at you going, hmm, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's just, it's just one of those things, like especially first times, just just because you might not even, you might decide to go with two bros and realise it's not for you, so then you switch to PCA or you might start with PCA and realise that you want to go to... So literally, like, you might be pro-PCA, but you are just amateur when you hit the IFBB stage so just kind of yeah be humble don't get wrapped up in the placings or anything like that and just kind of right move on if you didn't do well right on to the next show if you did great if you did well fantastic on to the next show that yeah. and that's it like it's just just take each show on the chin and just keep moving along that's how it's just it's sad to see so many girls get upset based on they didn't like they didn't do well on one day but then yeah. Later, they did great. You never know. Or they so. think they're not um they're not good enough. Or I, I I shouldn't I'm not I'm not meant to be in this sport. I shouldn't even do it. It's like you've done one show or you've done two shows, you've only tried one federation. What are you doing? Like you haven't even pushed it. Like my yeah. weight, people know this anyway. My stage weight has changed every single time. I've changed federations, I have changed so many different things, and I still haven't got a first place placing, but I'm gonna keep going until yeah. I figure that out. And I actually think that's a lot more fun because it's the journey and I was like cringy but it's like I'm learning so much more because I'm like I haven't got the result I wanted so it, it kind of pushes you whereas I think sometimes and it's not like if you get if you listen to this and get first place afterwards don't take this like a hundred percent but if you get first place straight away sometimes people get quite complacent and they don't push further and it's those girls that got like third second call outs then in the next year completely oh, annihilate yeah. them because they've got that drive yeah I think it's quite funny as well, like when I get girls coming up about eight, ten weeks out for a fitting and then like tell me all the prep and like we have a good chat and I get to know all of them as well and then they come back and collect the bikini like two weeks out or something like, oh my God, I'm like, I just don't feel like I'm ready. And I'm like, they're walking in like Rambo arms, like I can just, I can see the difference and it's just prep can, prep can mess with your head. So don't let it affect you that way. It's just, you know what I mean? Just just focus on you don't compare yourself to others all that jazz and stuff like 
follow your inspirational posts on Instagram, stay focused on you, boo, and all that stuff, and then you'll be fine. But yeah, I'm like the most humble person, so don't come to me with problems. I'll listen. Yeah, it'll all work out either way. Yeah, I, I promise you, it's all in your head. Trust me, I've seen so many bikini curls come through the door, and you all look amazing every time. And you tell me that you're not feeling it, and you, and you all look different. There's never been somebody who's walked through the door ten weeks out, and then again two weeks out, who have said mm, she's not done anything. Like, trust me, you always look different. You always look better, so it's it, it will be fine. So, you or any first timers who are about to start going through prep remember nine times out of ten it's your prep brain yeah yeah you can't see anything past the time if you don't argue with your partner often and then all of a sudden you're four weeks out and you think your partner's a massive dick and you want to break up with him nine times out of ten it's probably you hun so take a chill <laughs> don't don't kill him just yet <laughs> oh so true you did make me laugh babe. I, I literally turned around because i was with my boyfriend it was my first prep with my with my fella because uh, I haven't been on stage in a couple of years. So I just said to him, I was like, last time I prepped though, I was on, on super low calories and it didn't work for me. And I was, a, I, was an, I was a bit of a nightmare. But I just said to him, I was like, when I get on low calories, like, don't break up with me. If I'm a dick, just like, give me a cuddle, I'll be fine. And I wasn't a dick. I was like, you kept saying to me, he's like, when, am I, when are you supposed to be a dick? And it was the three days, the three days when my, my carbs were taken away from there. So I like just said, don't see me. Don't, don't come here yeah. for three days. You can see me on Thursday. That's when I got my refeed. So I was like, come on Thursday, it's fine. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. We have a job. One thing we haven't covered, which I think might be interesting, um, is the differences with federations. Like we briefly spoke about this before we started recording actually, of how I guess it to be fair, it's frustrating for you and it is frustrating for me. And I think we feel the frustrating for the frustration for the competitor because there are so many different rules for so many different federations. And I think it, it would be great if they could kind of like all come in a room together and just chat about it and just be like sync up like women on the periods but they don't so it's like they need it's like it's when girls cross up so basically with me and jasmine are talking about glute coverage your knickers this is the bottoms of your bikini um so every federation has their own rule and if you're a person who's like i'm gonna do loads of different federations and see what i want to do Trust me, you are making it 10 times harder for yourself financially because two bros pro, like a micro cut, we call it the American pro. Some companies call it a micro. Some companies call it a Brazilian. It is the smallest bum coverage. It is one step up from a thong. So it is like the smallest glute coverage. PCA allow that coverage. No other federation does. Oh, and NABA. Oh, and Next Fitness Model UK. Yeah, and Next Fitness Model UK. So there's only four federations where they are completely fine like pca is the most versatile they do not care and next fitness model i'm assuming as well next fitness uk model am i getting that right next fitness model uk yeah That's right. <laughs> so then pca and naba are the most flexible in terms of coverage then t bros pro only like a micro bone coverage you can get on stage in a pro however you'll have more bone coverage than most of the girls on stage and it could hinder your look um, they like the glutes fully exposed. However, UKDFBA, UKUP, BMBF, anyone? UKBFA? U oh no, they're different. So they're so UKUP, UKDFBA, and BMBF will like you in a pro cut, so or higher. So that is like kind of two thirds of the glutes are out, 
but you you look like you're wearing a knicker, but it's a small knicker, that kind of thing. UK BFF want you in a standard, which is two-thirds of the glutes covered. Now, do not quote me. I have had some girls get on stage in a pro and they've got away with it. However, depends on the judge showing up on the day. So not worth the risk. Yeah. So if you're a girl and it's just like, right, well, I want to compete in two rows pro, I want to do PCA and I want to do UK BFF. You cannot get on stage at two rows. PCA as well, I wouldn't advise it, get on stage in a standard back coverage, but you have to for UK BFF. That means you need to buy at least two different pairs of knickers. And the same top. Yeah, so you can get one top and two knickers. So really then you're almost like taking your bikini plus another 50% on top of that. So you've already bumped your pricing up. So really, if you are going to cross federations, you'll want to pick federations that allow the same style bikini. So for instance, Two Bros, PCA, Next Fitness Model UK, or NABBA would be great federations to partner together um because you can have an american pro back or the micro if other companies call it that um the best thing to do is pick the federation with the strictest kind of preferences which is two bros pro in this case so if you're a bikini competitor um you'll want to have a sweetheart cup which is the triangular shaped cup with connectors on the top matching connectors on the bottom with a micro american pro back that is the, the style bikini that two bros pro like and you can wear that for all the federations if you're a figure athlete you'll want a triangular shaped top so the sweetheart top with a figure front and figure brief pca and naba allowed thongs two bros pro does not so like i said if you're going to compete in multiple federations get your bikini to meet the fed this federation with the strictest preferences and then wear it for all of them um, I really wouldn't advise competing with federations that have different bikini rules unless you're prepared to spend the money on extra bikinis. That's my frustration because if everybody just allowed the same style bikini, then everybody could just buy one bikini and, and cross compete. But I feel like federations maybe make it difficult sometimes for competitors to make them kind of stick within their federation. I'm not entirely sure why they do it. Um, the, the federations which are flexible, such as PCA, NABBA, and Next Fitness Model UK. I think they're really good as long as you're tasteful and you're not obviously walking out in, you know, bits hanging out. Yeah. Um, they're happy enough. Obviously, just wear what suits you best and what you're most comfortable in. Like with Two Bros Pro, if you don't want to get all your ass out, um, so you'll want to go to Pro Nika, that's fine. But then maybe it's not the federation for you because obviously the preference is glutes out. Yeah. So maybe competing with a different federation would be best. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. Um, yeah. So just think about the federation if you are unsure our highlights reel on our instagram page has all the different thumb coverages with the federations that they're most tailored to um so for instance if you just click on the sizing and style tabs and it'll go through all the different federations uh, all the different coverages based on which federations they're most suited for so that can kind of help you out or just message us because we're happy to yeah talking about like the federations as well like with shoes probably easier just to kind of do it all together for for people mm-hmm. most federations these days are fairly flexible i haven't ever heard apart from one federation where if they don't like the shoes you're wearing they will literally pull you off and be like you've got to wear different ones yeah. most federations are pretty freestyle PCA, they yes, they changed. This is like the biggest thing I've had. PCA changed their um, criteria quite a few times. 
but we have had confirmation that they are not bothered as long as you're wearing something which is comfortable and practical. That's literally what they said. Did I say this to you? PCA wouldn't be asked if you walked out in wedges. <laughs> they're like, they're just so chill. Like as long as they're, as long as they can see your body and judge your body and you're not making a feelies. If you're walking out in stripper heels, like, come on now. But like, as long as you're being smart and sensible in what you wear and it's not detracting away from your physique, they're so flexible. Yeah. Is it UK BFF? That's the one. They don't like you in platforms, do they? Yeah, you can't wear platforms. Um, yes. Yeah, so UK BFF have the strictest rules. So that is just the federation with the strictest rules. So if you are going to compete with the UK BFF, read the rules, make sure that you follow them. Other than that, yeah, like Jasmine said, they're, they're so flexible. So like, yeah, if you've got, if you're five foot two and you want a little bit of a platform, most federations will allow it. Most federations will allow you to wear a five inch heel or they'll let you wear a three inch heel if you're seven foot tall or whatever. So just, yeah, you're fine. Yeah. So bros as well. People think there's like rules of two bros. It's like they have, to be honest, two bros, PCA and again next fitness model UK are probably the most freestyle again when it comes to shoes it's just like wear whatever yeah doesn't matter just Not wear whatever yeah the most popular style is a flare for a hands down because that small platform makes a difference I know you wore the pose 501s um, I'm 5'7 so I don't need any extra height I'm good yeah and you love them anyway and you look insane so it was all good um, yeah, I, I had straps the first time and I didn't like them so I went for strapless this time and I love a mule on a night out anyway so that was like perfect for me but I know you sell detachable um straps anyway I always think it's better to I mean I'm not the shoe expert here but I always thought it would be better to get a shoe with no straps on it and then have the option to add the straps if you want to because I was fixing shoes at the British Championships. I had I, somebody's attached strap had snapped and I had to hand sew it. Um, so I was sewing through plastic at the British because. The is, girls, when they, I think they have this illusion that if they whack their straps to the tightest they can possible, oh, no. that helps them. It doesn't. No. Like, so I think it's sometimes, especially when they're wearing heels, which are too high for them, they've seen a girl wear five inch. They're like, oh yeah, I'm going to wear five inch too. It's like, if you can't walk in five inch. I can't I'm, walk in five inch. I'm 28. I can't even walk in four inch heels anymore. Like literally, like I am just, I'm such an old lady now. Like if I see anything over four inches, I'm a bit like, <laughs> yeah. just go out in flat. So I think that is the problem. People whack them super, super tight. And obviously people are wearing, like they're, practicing their posing pretty much every single day if you wear any shoe every single day for half an hour straight for a good six months at least those okay. shoes are going to wear down especially if you're putting them on a strap which is too tight yeah but my shoes i've had them for two years and they've never like the straps are still perfect conditions because i'm not taking the piss if that makes sense the same with bikinis if you're yeah. going to throw your bikini around kind of really be tough with it and harsh then it's not going to be great for it that's it it's like you gotta see you gotta you're spending a lot of money on it treat it like treat it like it's expensive like it is yeah. like you gotta look after it like just simple things as well like um say like you get a level three bikini so you spend a lot of money on it and then you keep it in the box the whole time well the knickers are folded so they're gonna crumple the glue will stick to the bra so then your knickers and your bra might stick together mm -hmm. so really the box or the travel case should be 
used for travel. So you'll receive your bo your bikini in our black eyes bikini boxes because it has been in the post and it's being sent to you. So it's, we're using it to protect the bikini. Once you receive your bikini, I advise trying it on, making sure it, it fits perfectly. And then every time you wear it, hang it up and put a Tesco bag with a hole in the top over the top. So put the hanger through the Tesco bag so your bikini's covered in your wardrobe, hung up away from sunlight. Because I'm telling you now, if you leave your sun hung up in your room where sunlight can get to it all day, the colour will fade like any fabric would do. So just be really cautious how you treat your bikini. Then when you travel into your show, put your bikini back in the gift box or travel. Don't put your bikini in the suitcase unless it is covered. If food spills, water spills, it rains, your suitcase leaks, anything like that. So your bikini should be in some sort of protection whilst it's being in travel. Then when you get to your show, if you're able to kind of lay it out, try lay it out or just try to keep it as flat as possible so it doesn't crumple. And then when you get back home, wash it, hang dry it, then back again, hang it up in the wardrobe, covered up in a plastic bag. That's how you should be protecting your bikini. Because the amount of time, like I've had somebody send me the bikini back saying, um, hey, I broke the connector around my bikini. Can I have a replacement? Also, can I have uh, some crystals have fallen off? Can you replace the crystals? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Send it all back. We'll do a little bit of a tidy up and spruce it up and make it look fresh again. And I've received it. It's not been washed. It's crumpled up in the trap in the in the box. The knickers are stuck into the bra. So when I've tried to pull them apart, the crystals will come off with it. It's in the poorest condition ever, and it's a level four bikini, and you've spent four hundred pound or so on it. And it's just like, what do you want me to do with this? I, first of all, I won't touch a bikini that's not been washed. So don't send me a bikini that's not been washed. I'm not going to touch it. Um, I'll just send it back to you and then ask you to send it again. And then it's just wasting time. And so just, just look after your bikini. Like if you want it to last a lot of shows, that will happily, if you want to change connectors, if you want to make it look like a new bikini, if you want to turn it from a level two to a level four, we'll happily do all that sort of stuff. But have your bikini clean and in the best condition ever. So that means looking after it when you're not wearing it. Yeah. And don't get a check-in suit. Yeah, like, I love your check-in suits. They're so nice. Yeah, you don't even have to get my check-in suits. You can get a £1.50 bikini from Primark. Know, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You can do it in bra and thong if you really want to, but do not do your check-in photos every day or every week in your stage bikini because what did you just say about shoes? They wear down. Yeah. Like, we hope to God that our bikinis last you years because they should, but if you're wearing it every week, just like shoes, just like natural leather, just like anything else, they get damaged, they get worn down and they, and they look old and tired. So like, obviously you should be just wearing your bikini to make sure that it's perfect. Maybe if you go to a special posing lesson with someone, show day, and then that's about it. Photo shoot maybe, and then that's it. That yeah, yeah photo shoot. Just, just special occasions, like just not every day. Like. Yeah. A couple of practices before you get on stage make sure you know how it feels how it's going to work on stage and then that's it yeah. put it in the bag and then keep it out of harm's way until the next time you need to use it boom sorted mm -hmm. sorted is there anything else you think we need to cover um so we're developing a new cup oh was that the news some news yeah <laughs> i have more news but i'm not finished it yet just a lot of information so that's kind of what we're working on um, but I don't want to give too much away, obviously, because I really want to spend my time on this. I don't want to rush it. Um, and 
I thought I'd have it done by now, but obviously the more I think about it, the more I'm putting into it. And I just think it might take me a year, it might take me six months. I have no idea. So, um, but it's going to be really, really helpful uh, anyway. But yeah, the, the one thing that we are doing is we're making a third cup. That's cool. So we've got the sweetheart. We've got the bombshell. Now, where the stereotypical thing is if you're flat-chested is that you want the appearance of boobs, so your natural instinct is to go for the bombshell. However, if you are super flat-chested, and I can vouch for this because I go super flat-chested when I compete, and I went for the bombshell last time, and on side pose, no amount of stuffing could save you from gaping. Um, Just if you are completely flat, that cup is so round that as soon as you push on side pose, you, like your inner bicep will move the cup slightly and you'll get massive gapage. And if you are incredibly flat, you've got that chance of nipple showing. Yeah. Um, so even though obviously the bombshell is designed to kind of give you the appearance of more bust, it's not really um, the best if you're super flat. It's just great for natural breasts, mm-hmm. um, probably from a B up, like I'd say. Um, so we're developing a new cup now that is great for and like the bad thing about the bombshell is that if girls wanted a rounded cup but have implants it doesn't necessarily fit them very well so there's definitely two cons to the bombshell cup whereas the sweetheart cup i just love it fits everyone it looks great on everyone so we are developing a rounded sweetheart cup awesome also known as the russian cup so um if you follow any russian or eastern european bikini companies uh, this is the cup i want about so this is the super streamlined rounded cup that will suit anybody. Um, so this will f- really be flat. It's not, it's got a little bit of padding. It's got about the same amount of padding as the sweetheart cup. So it's great for girls with implants. And it's also great for girls with natural breasts. And um, once we receive the final fit samples, because I've had about five different fit samples and fit models come in and there's been rejections everywhere. So I want to make sure this cup is perfect. So once we've had the final, we're on our final stage of fit samples. Um, So once they come in and we get the models back in and try them out and I'm happy that there's no gaping on side pose, they will roll into production and we will have the newest cup. Amazing. So So, yes, it is very exciting. The only issue is I don't know what to name it. So no, so that our designs are named after females but the cup i want to give it a name um so we've got the sweetheart and we've got the bombshell so this is the third cup that we've got um so if anyone has any ideas of what to call it um i don't know if the russian would be appropriate i'm not really sure um but yeah so if anyone has any ideas or wants to drop any suggestions to me please feel free because i would love some help on this so yeah once this all gets approved Hopefully we'll have it some some point early to mid-season as an option. We're going to keep the bombshell because I know some girls love it. I'm not taking it away and I'm not replacing it. So we'll keep the bombshell. We'll keep the sweetheart. And then this will be a third option. So, yeah. I'm sitting here thinking, gaper? No, I could not do... Uh, yeah, the only thing I can think is the plunge, like a plunge cup. But I just think, like, yeah, I want it to be... I want people to kind of relate the bra to the name of it so yeah if there's any ideas floating around just message me on instagram um i'll probably post a picture of the when we got the final sample so people can comment below but yeah so that's the big news that we're kind of working on at the moment. yeah i'm thinking once i get a visual i might be able to help whereas right now i'm yeah. like i have no idea 
literally no idea so anything else like in the pipeline like business goals for you like this year apart from the cup well we did um we broke our record last year we did way over 200 bikinis last year which was amazing um we're always doing more bikinis each year so obviously that allows us to take on more staff and we always take on local girls so girls in the local community also get extra work um which is fantastic for us so we got targets this year obviously we want to see way in the 300s now um we've got more workstations in our shop so yeah it's just we're always expanding and we're always just looking at growing the business obviously like no one wants to sit still on anything do they everyone wants to get bigger and better but we're obviously we're adapting our bikinis like i said we started working in the special tape that holds the knickers up we're creating a new cup that gives that helps girls with implants and girls who are flat chested um so we're really kind of investing a lot of money and time into making things better for our clients um obviously we've got the shop so we can perform more fittings and we've got the shop located next to a train station so we're constantly thinking and adapting of ways to make it better and easier for you girls so um like i said if you have issues or if you have concerns or if there's something that you think could be done better within the bikini making industry just message us because we're happy to invest money if we think it's worth investing money into yeah. um like we're not afraid to spend a little bit money if in the long term it's going to make us better so yeah really our main focus is making sure that the clients are there so yeah so we've got a lot of got a lot more things in the pipelines but until until it's all set in stone i've got release dates <laughs> i have um i have notes on my phone whenever someone gives me a good idea it's like my master notes it's like these are like the ideas that i want to roll out when i whenever like but yeah it's cool yeah it's cool yeah, that's it. I think that's everything. so yeah if there isn't anything people can just message me <laughs> sounds good man right i think that is literally covered everything but if it hasn't then obviously reach out and just ask away um but i would say as well make sure you read the website because our, both our websites i would say are pretty informative yeah. we try our best don't we so always make sure yeah. you're fully reading the website and then if there is anything we have missed and obviously just contact us we're more than happy to help um i've started doing voice notes just love it so much easier yeah. <laughs> but um right thank you so much babe for coming on it's been forever and a day but hopefully we'll catch up at some some show and i should get to manchester as well so um yeah make sure you do follow black eyes bikinis check out their website as well i always remember last year if i can remember any bikini that you did was the scottish one. Oh yeah um that was next level yeah that was for uh kirsty foss i think you pronounce her last name and bless her heart she was prepping for a show and her partner became ill i think it was a, her partner hospitalized or really really ill and she had to pull out and she was i've never seen her so upset honestly like because we worked really hard to make that bikini unique for her she still got it though so obviously she will eventually get on stage in it um but obviously like the stage is always going to be there so she made the right decision to look after her in a number one but yeah that was a really special bikini that we made together so i can't wait for her to wear it on stage eventually yeah that looked, it was absolutely insane just for like that the crystal placement must have been like a nightmare, but it did look beautiful. So well done. Thank you. I think I think it was I uh, was it me or was it one of my decorators? Like, my decorator did one on um another Titan bikini, and then I think I kind of copied her. So yeah, so there's been two of us who've tackled those style of bikinis. So yeah, 
I can't take all the credit on that. <laughs> Sounds good. Right, ladies, thank you so much for watching. Um, if you have enjoyed it, then make sure you do go and subscribe and give us a lovely review. Um, and yeah, we'll catch you guys in the next episode.